To Wayspace. This is it. Here we are. Let's be here. Now. How's it going? It's me, Jack, back at you with another episode. The 10th episode of this Wayspace podcast. As we've come to understand it, the story of our awakening. And it continues to be the story of our awakening, whether we're awakening or not. It's still the story of it. Um, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts this past week. Um, a lot of Jason Liu's Ultra Culture, which has been good. It's at it's been interesting. Like I, I kind of I feel like listened to some that I had listened to like maybe like six months ago or so. Um. But I feel like I've been sort of exposing myself back. Like, I'm like coming back around to things I looked at six months ago, to things I looked at nine months ago. Um, I think I talked about it a little bit on the last episode, sort of this feeling like, yeah, I definitely did, of like going from, from one area of spiritual practice or, ex- you know, exposing myself to a particular practice or a particular perspective on practice or what have you. And I go and I, I go into the shallow end. And then as, as it starts to get deeper and I start to have to tread water, you know, I like come back out and I'm like, okay, let's try this pool instead. And, and I've been doing that. And where I'm at now is like, it's time to go deeper. And that's kind of where I left us with last week. And I'm, I'm definitely going deeper. I've I've been adjusting some uh, of my practices. I've been getting into uh recording my dreams every morning. Um and doing that you know pretty pretty devotionally, you know, like I'm I actually didn't have any dreams last night that I could remember, but like just really going about it, really recording it, really writing, really allowing myself to do it. And it's interesting how as I'm describing like the first dream that comes to mind, all the rest come in and they're, it's like one after another. It's like, it's really like, uh, like I'm pulling a, what is it like, like thread or like, you know, like when, when like people that do magic tricks pull like ribbons out of their arm or whatever, it's like that. It's like, Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's more here. There's more here. Um, so that's been interesting. I've also been doing, much more consistent morning meditation for the last week. I remember there was a while on back one of the podcasts I did, I talked about how like I have to accept that I won't meditate every day. And I'm glad I did that and had that perspective because I feel like now I'm in a place where I'm like, cool, I accepted that. But what I want is to meditate every day. I want discipline right now. Um, And that's what I think this podcast today is going to be sort of talking about is when you 
when I feel deeply and sincerely that I want discipline because I want to obey something about my practice and my faith, um, that I want the experience of truly committing, truly, truly committing, and not just kind of hanging out in the shallow end. And not to say that I haven't committed, I have, but it's like, it's time to level up, you know, um, or time to level in, you know, go deeper. Um, and yeah, you know, and I think each, each level has its own threshold and it's time for me to get reach that threshold. And I think I've been doing work within my life, um, like my social life and like my relationships the last year, especially that is sort of like, like allowed me to integrate what I've learned through spiritual practice into the rest of my life and kind of start to blur the lines. So I start to recognize that my entire life is my practice. You know, it's that kind of experience. Um, not unlike taking psychedelics and, and allowing time to integrate psychedelics. The difference is though, with like spiritual practices, it's something you do a little bit of, you could say, if you do, you know, like what I'm doing, like half an hour of meditation in the morning, that's a little bit of practice. If we're just speaking about that and not the other things I do like that, that isn't like a trip that you take over a either four hour period or a 10 hour period or whatever, whatever the timeline is of what substance you use and all that good stuff. Um, it's a, it, it's over a longer period of time. So in one sense, it's easier to integrate because you are integrating it as you do it and living, you know, I go into meditation for 30 minutes. I come out of it. I ease my way into my day. That's, that's integration a little bit every day. However, it also takes longer uh, to feel the the difference. It's a, it's less stark of a difference than, you know, I take, I take a trip and then I'm, I have some profound, you know, experiences and, or understandings or epiphanies. And the integration period is more stark and more like, whoa, okay. Yeah. Time, you know, I'm integrating. And then it's, what's interesting also about it is that that also can take a really long time to fully integrate too. Um, but it is a different kind, in my experience, a different type of process than like meditation. It's almost like, like a, like a, you know, like an acid trip that, you know, if I have like a half a tab acid trip and I meditate and I go for a walk and I listen to something or I read something, it's profound. And I really get to experience it deeply, um, particularly if I allow myself into it. And then that might inspire me to go forward and do my practices, which then it's almost like the like meditation every day after being inspired through an acid trip or a retreat or some great conversation or some experience like that's part of the integration process. So they all kind of work together, but I basically just mean to say that I'm looking for the kind of like deep commitment of spiritual practice that I know I'm capable of and that I've wanted to do and have. And I think I got a little bit like I was kind of getting some of my like, like, you know, like material life stuff in order. I was getting my relationships in order. I was figuring out like kind of my, yeah, just kind of like my material life, like leveling up a little bit there, you know, and, and 
like I raise my freelance rate, like things like that, you know, that takes, that takes spiritual work, you know, that takes energy and that in some ways, like that stuff is an integration. I was like integrating the spiritual work I've done over the last year. And now it's like, okay, I want to level up. I want to go deeper. I want to delve more deeply into this. So that being said, that's kind of what I want to talk about today. Um, kind of like my ego wants some orders, you know, <laughs> like that. Um, I've, I've recognized it's important to have humility, but at the same time, I don't have so much humility that I'm not aspirational with this thing, you know? Um, I mean, at times that happens, but in general, I'm pretty aspirational with my spiritual practice. And some folks say that that's a good thing. Actually, some folks say that that's a vital thing. Um, so what I want to do right now is I don't often, uh, I don't know if I ever have actually, have I, if I've ever read any part piece of my morning pages on here, I don't think I have. I mean, part of the artist way practice is you're not supposed to show your pages to anybody, but I think this is a little different because I'm reading it to myself right now. And like to you, who's listening. And it's not like I'm going to share every piece of the pages, but I'm going to share a good amount of them. And it's just because I think they, they, they prompt a lot of what I'm talking about because I've been talking about my practice, but this is about more than like my spiritual practice, quote unquote, like, like in terms of like meditation and like, you know, recording my dreams and what my I'm studying and the different techniques I'm learning and all that kind of stuff. This is extend extends. So, okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to read a little bit and then, yeah. And then we'll, I'm going to talk about it a lot about it. All right. So here we go. As of now, I am primarily focused on my practice and how everything else will flow from that. I'm not necessarily feeling hung up on my creative output at the moment. I'm feeling reflective as I think about what I want to do in my career, careers, and with my life. I'm starting to get the sense that a music career, in the conventional sense that I've dreamed about, may not necessarily be what I truly want, or my true will. In other words, my soul may be looking for a different path, or a path that includes the striving for a successful music career, but ultimately uses it as a learning experience rather than the be-all, end-all. But I'm not yet sold on that. I feel there is more work to be done, really just more letting go to be done before I make a final decision like that. It's just that I want to avoid the work that might go into a successful music career. So what I'm saying is like, is it, is it that I, like, is it that I want to avoid having to put in the work basically, or am I really losing a particular interest in it and rediscovering what I want? Potentially, but potentially not. I can see it either way. If I'm dreading the work of a music career that much, it may be that that's not what I really want. But that being said, creating is definitely a huge passion of mine and continues to be. I mean, it's a calling, for sure. I wonder if it may be time to adjust the way I exist as a creator. As far as my public image and things like that. Like, maybe what I'm wanting is more focus on creating and less on promotion and marketing. If so, there are still a myriad of ways to handle that. I'm wondering if, about taking these thoughts and questions into a trip, into a retreat, into whatever can help me more deeply engage with these questions. I guess this is that too. 
At this point, I think I'm looking to have more set goals that my ego can just do because it's doing it and following the orders of my will. I can feel my ego wanting that. Like it's at the point where it's willing to give up control and just do what it's supposed to do as long as there is a sense of trust in it and an understanding of working towards a goal. This has been the mindset that made me glad to adjust and renew my morning practices, as well as reorganizing my studio and planning for a way to practice rehearsing with my MIDI keyboard and my microphone and a whole new way of doing it. But right now, I feel myself wanting a better sense of my will, the true will. I want to align with that in a way that feels resonant and not just continuing on with the way that I've been doing things. I'm interested in having more clarity in my faith of what I am doing and why and experiencing sustainable fulfillment and creativity. So in a sense, my goals right now are to be better, or to, excuse me, to better establish what it is I want, what it is I'm aiming for, and what it is I care about. I have ideas, but I can feel conditioning coming into play in a lot of them. So it's time I come to terms with it. All right. So that was interesting to read my pages. <laughs> Sometimes like the pages, since they're stream of consciousness, they don't get, they're not super coherent, but uh, hopefully that made enough sense in terms of what I'm kind of dealing with. So yeah, I'm, you know, for so long, it's funny. Cause like, I don't know, 50 years from now, I'm probably going to be like for so long, dude, come on. Um, but really for so long, I, my like spiritual aspirations were a, I would use the word conventionally successful music career, one in which I'm making lot more money than I know what to do with, so I never have to worry about money again whatsoever, where I have lots of people, fans, you could say, that love my music, buy my merch, come to my shows, um, you know, the whole shebang, you know, like the tours, the fans, the interviews, the, the love, the whatever all all that cool stuff and i sort of was like you know i think in some ways at the time my ego was like i'll give up what i like crave in some ways which is sort of like i mean it's hard to say cuz i guess i was craving it but like i was i was willing to follow the orders of what i thought was my true will you know, and I didn't have the words like that, but I kind of was like, whatever it takes, I'm doing this. I'm making this music career happen, whatever it takes. I'll spend all my savings. I'll, you know, take trips to out to LA to wherever I got to do it. I'll barely sleep. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll discipline myself in ways that are, that can be harmful because it's all for the grind. I was all for the struggle. Like I got to learn. And you know, it, it was almost ascetic in a sense. Now that I think about it, I was, I was listening to a podcast that was just kind of like talking about Buddhism and, and I had another, you know, it's like nice to hear different people's uh, interpretations and understandings and ways of explaining uh, the Buddhist path or really the story of the Buddha, like the historical Buddha. And it's interesting. Like it feels a little bit like, that was a bit like in some ways, like my ascetic practice, my ascetic path was I'm going for this ideal 
And whatever it takes, I'm going to neglect my body and my emotional body and my mind in order to achieve this goal. And whatever it takes, I'm going to do it. And I mean, I just burnt out so many times. I just went back and forth between burning out. And I basically, it's not like I I just burnt out and was like, this isn't right. I kept going. But then we had the pandemic. And then I had, you know, my experiences before before the pandemic, certainly, but especially during the pandemic, where I just was like, well, shit, I guess it's time for me to sit. I guess it's time for me to practice. I guess it's time for me to understand exactly what my spirituality looks like and feels like and is experienced like. And I did. And turns out it is. It's like, it's like all the parts about music that are fulfilling are not because of that, like, sort of fantastical goal that I had in mind. Not to say it's not a good goal. Like, I think plenty of people have this kind of goal, and I think it's totally worthwhile. And it might just be worthwhile for me. Maybe I'm going to just figure that out or decide that or whatever. But I found that what I loved so much about music was not that it was going to give me all of those things, all of those sort of material things and and not to say specifically material things, but just like, you know, out outer stuff. But it was that it was getting me in touch with what my spiritual practice was getting me in touch with more quickly and more efficiently and more beautifully. And not to say that it didn't involve music. It does involve music. If anything, my music has become more, refined and more um to the point of why i've created music my entire life is because it has been my spirituality and now that i have a more integrated and like i would actually use a word like conscious spiritual practice my music has now become and the extensions of my music i mean even in some ways this podcast like the podcast intro like like my stream all of these things have become like extensions of my spirituality. And that's what I mean by like my practice extending into my life and the lines blurring. Um, It's been incredible. And I'll tell you what, like it doesn't, the promotional aspects of my music, you know, not, not to say that they can't be, but they feel at least as they exist now, the promotional strategies and the grind of like being like a struggling artist that's trying to get their name out there and get recognition and all this shit. Like it just doesn't really feel very harmonious with my practice, both in, in the work I've done in the artist way, because the artist way talks about the myth of the struggling artist that like, I don't need that in order to have a relationship to my creativity and my, my inner artists. And none of us do. Um, but also that like, it just doesn't feel sincere. It doesn't feel authentic to me. It doesn't feel authentic to me to plan for a trip out to LA to make connections. Like I would love to go to LA and I'd love to do things in LA, but like, you know, I, I don't know if, if like, if like getting out there and meeting people in order to further my career I just don't know if I have like the energy for that because 
I want my energy to go elsewhere. Like I want my energy to go toward like my devotion to this moment and my devotion to love and my devotion to my creativity in a real way. Um, and, you know, I, I recognize that that presents some questions that presents some prompts for me. Like, for example, okay, if I'm not going to, you know, if I'm going to let go of the aspects of my music career that have been sort of the management business-like side, entrepreneurial side of my music career and artistic career, then I have to accept that that is letting go of something that most people assume is like, if you want to be an independent artist, you're an entrepreneur. You are the product. Your art is the business. And in the case of me as like an, a musician, like not even like a, a, uh, a character, like a presence like an individual, I am the product. And I don't know if I've ever enjoyed that. <laughs> I don't think. And not to say that you have to enjoy it in order to do it, but it feels to me like I am not necessarily like wanting to reject that aspect of things, but I'm not sure that I'm going to be putting much energy toward it going forward it's not to say i won't perform shows it's not to say i won't release music of course i'm going to release music i love making music and i love releasing it and i love people getting to hear it and it's not to say i'm not going to do other content things i love creating content look at me i'm making this podcast i stream twice a week like i love doing this stuff like this it fills me with so much joy it's such a spiritual experience for me such a loving experience whatever word you want to use, but I may be taking out the part of the equation where I try to make this more than what it is, which is just a wonderful creative experience. And I'm, I feel like I just want to let the creativity be what it is. And if I make money be through that, fuck yeah, dude, like totally. I would love to sustain myself. I'm, you know, money is a spiritual thing, just like anything else. Everything here we've got here is sacred. And I would love that. But if I make the money, I want it to feel sacred. I want it to be sacred. I want it to, like, I want it to enhance my spiritual practice, enhance my sense of devotion and love, not take away from it. And the way that I've been focused on promoting myself and stuff like that has always, from the get-go, taken away. The ones, there are certain ways in which the idea of promo has not taken away. And that's when it feels like it is a natural process of my creativity. Like the idea of like, ooh, I, I love this song I'm making. How cool would it be if I had a 15 second clip of me like performing it in this scene, doing this kind of like this? That's totally cool. That's awesome. But in terms of thinking about like how I'm going to market my shit and write like proper biography and like, you know, like running ads and like, not to say I wouldn't do any of these things, but just like focusing my energy on that. It's, I just, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a beneficial part of my life at this point. It feels, it feels like the more I think that it's important for me to do it, the harder it is for me to actually do it. And 
if it is going to be beneficial for me to market myself like that, like I've done for the last, you know, I don't know what year is it? 2021, uh, at least the last six years, then, you know, I'll do it. Like it'll come, it'll flow naturally. That's great. If I market myself naturally, hell yeah, that's, that's wonderful. That's the whole point. I want it to emanate whatever I do. I want to em- it to emanate from me like it's creativity, not like it's tasks that I must do. Um, I do, I have enough tasks that I do. I have tons of tasks that I do in my freelance work, you know, like, and I don't really need myself to be another freelance client. And maybe what I'm describing is that I do want some separation between my career and my passion. Um, I mean, I do have a pa- actually have a lot of passion for doing a lot of my freelance work. Like, um, one, one, uh, a bunch of stuff I do in freelance work is like, I, uh, help host a podcast. It's the holistic psychiatrist podcast. It's Dr. Alice Lee. And like, I fucking love that. I, I so enjoy interviewing her and like having discussions with her and giving input because she's interested to hear what I have to say. Like, it's amazing. I love it. I mean, I, that's why I'm doing this podcast too. I did a few episodes of that and I was like, Oh my God, I guess it's time for me to podcast. Cause this is so fun. And you know, I, I guess like maybe though I'm wanting to take the pressures off of me having to create any kind of income monetary success through my art. Not to say I don't want, like, don't want that. Fuck yeah, if I get that. Like, I've been part of uh, this Web3, so like crypto blockchain technology-oriented music artist collective called Song Camp, and we've been creating NFT art, you know, so non-fungible tokens, so like digital collectibles. And they've been selling for like hundreds of dollars, and it's fucking sick, and I'm probably going to make... There's a chance I'll make over $1,000 from this Song Camp project. And that's like, I'm one of like 45 people. It's incredible, like, to see what's possible um, as we move into new ages of things as an artist. Um, And that's fucking sick. But like, I mean, I'm just having fun doing that, you know? And I mean, it's a ton of work and a ton of meetings and a ton of like figuring shit out with lots of, you know urgency that we're all kind of buying into, you know, this sense of urgency, but it is amazing. It's an incredible experience. I'm so grateful to have it. And it's showing me that like, you know, that conventional path that I dreamed about as a, I mean, you know, I'm 27 now really as like a 17 year old 10 years ago. I mean, I'd been dreaming about it for a long time and I still have moments where I'm like, wow, it'd be so great to be on stage, you know? Um, not to say I won't be on stage again, but you know, and stay on stage in front of thousands of people all come to see me do my headlining show. Like, I mean, you know, that would be fucking sick, but it doesn't feel quite as like the Holy grail of my fulfillment anymore. It just doesn't. It sounds incredible, but I've had, it's, it's like, you know what it's like, the, the experience of being on stage, like at my sold out headlining show that I actually had at Songbird in, um, 2018, like that experience was so incredible. One of the best, most enlightening, most beautiful, most fulfilling, satisfying experiences of my life. For sure. It will always be. 
I have a photo right next to me that was given to me by uh, a fan. She's amazing. So wonderful. She took some pictures at previous shows, put it together into like a collage thing, slapped my logo on it and, and gave it to me in a frame at my headlining show. And it was so amazing. And on the back of the frame, I have a, uh, like the, what's it called? The, just the set list, you know, like the showtime bill thing on there that said sold out on it. And it's like so amazing, you know, it'll always be like an artifact of my music career that I love and cherish. Um, and that being said, like I wanted, I was thinking like at the time, like that was kind of the biggest experience I'd had like that. In some ways you could say it was the only experience I'd had like that where I was like, holy shit, I feel so much fulfillment. I worked so hard to make this happen and it fucking sold out. It sold out over capacity. The show was fucking incredible. And I took some moments to appreciate it, to just look out at the crowd and just be present there. And what I discovered was that, oh, this is not, like over time, this is not the exception to life. This is life. Like my whole life, I deserve to feel like that my entire life. Not to say I will. Like I, I'm going to, I've, of course, I've experienced so many ups and downs and it's a whole roller coaster. But it's that all of us, and in my case, I'll speak from my own experience of the, that moment, like I deserve to feel that way. I deserve to feel that sense of welcoming. I deserve to feel that sense of I am seen. I deserve to feel that sense of I belong to something. I belong to a community of people that appreciate art, appreciate the art that I'm engaged in. Like we all deserve that. And I know that I do. And I've learned over time, particularly through like psychedelic experiences, that like that feeling is not, like I said, it's not the exception. It's the rule. It's what we've forgotten. It's the default. And we've just covered that shit up with stuff. And even in that moment at my headlining show, like there was so much conditioning that just fell away and dissolved because I was like, I couldn't deny how incredible this felt and how swept up in love I felt. And it was so amazing. And, you know, I, I just feel like maybe I don't need to do all that upkeep and all that conditioned stuff that I've grown up thinking I have to do in order to get that feeling. Maybe I can just give that feeling to myself right now while I'm recording this. Like, holy shit. I'm looking around like... A few years ago, if you told me I'd be sitting with a Shure SM7B on a beautiful boom arm, st looking in front of my Samsung, I don't know, what is this, like, I I'm not sure, 32-inch screen, like, pretty beautiful HD screen with a second screen above it, like, with foam, acoustic foam, like, my Yamaha HS8s, like, I'm not trying to just list all my dope equipment, I'm just trying to say, like, I've got, like, I have like a streaming setup. I have like a beautiful light. I have a MIDI keyboard. Like what the hell? There was a time a few, just like a few years ago where I was like, there's no way I could produce. I need, I need somebody to help me do this. I don't know how to do this. All I know how to do is rap and sort of sing. Like now I'm making my own songs myself. I just released jackpot. Like that's, that's a, a project, all of songs that I basically produced myself on stream and recorded and written on stream for the most part. Like, like this whole setup is like, 
this is my dream come true. I'm literally sitting in my dream come true right now. And that's what I experienced at my headlining show. And it was just a matter of me being in a position where there was nothing. I couldn't run away from it. I had to just accept that I had fucking, my fucking dreams had come true. And my dreams have come true right this second, right here. I feel spiritual connection. I was just, uh, I was just reading a, a paper that I wrote when I was in high school. And I, and I, for, for whatever reason, the last few years, I thought like, oh, I was such a militant atheist and stuff, which I had a period where I was intrigued by atheism, but I don't know if I was ever convinced completely where I was like, oh, I'm totally an atheist. I think it was more just me just delving in more deeply into my disillusionment with organized religion, which is a helpful thing. But I was so like, I said, like, I said shit that was like, oh my God, I totally understood. I just didn't understand it in the way that I do now with all the research and the practices and the experiences and the psychedelic trips and the life experiences and all this stuff that I have now. But 10 years ago, I was saying like, you know, I think if, if someone said that there is a God, I would say, I don't know, probably isn't one. But I think that the God that we talk about is actually the capital S self and that it's just our awareness, and that we all share this same awareness, and we're all God. We are all God. And to take it a step further, I would say we were God that forgot it was God, you know, and now we're like, oh, I'm human, um, which isn't to say that we're not human. It's just we're also God. Um, and I was like, holy shit, I, I, I kind of understood that. And so, like, I've wanted a spiritual connection my whole life, pretty much. and. Now I've got, I'm looking at my wall. It says, I'm always here with the faith that never leaves. Like, holy shit. Like, you know, like that coming out of me, that's something I only could have dreamed of as a kid. To be able to have that come out of me and just be speaking about it on a podcast sincerely. Like, fucking fuck. I want to bang my desk, but I don't want to clip or anything. Like, that's my dream come true. This is it. Here we fucking are. And yeah, so, you know, what I want, what my goals are, are just to open myself more and more to this understanding and this realization. And doing things that are relics of a misunderstood sort of orientation just feel like it's time to let go of them. It's time to let go. And, you know, maybe that's scary. Um, maybe it's sad. But I don't know why it has to be sad. Because I get to do all the cool stuff that I want to do. It just doesn't mean I stop doing anything awesome. Um, it just means I let go a little bit. I let, I let myself operate at a higher level. I let myself operate at a higher frequency, if you want to think of it that way, at a more spiritual level. Focus on my practice. And let everything emanate out from my practice. And what that means is not focus on my practice and neglect my life. It's not about spiritual bypassing or bullshit like that. Like this is about which which actually spiritual bypassing can be a valuable experience because it like like makes you fall in love with spiritual practice. And then you learn you can't bypass anything. And so then it emanates into your life. So in some ways, it's just like a part of the journey. But what I mean is like 
No, no, no. Like see my entire life as my spiritual practice, focus on my spiritual practice and let it emanate outward to see that my music is sacred. My relationships to my family is sacred. My relationship to my partner is sacred. My relationships to my friends are sacred. Even to my friends that I don't see are sacred. Like my memories are sacred. My suffering is sacred. The podcast I'm recording right now is sacred. Like this is this is what I mean. I want, what are my orders? <laughs> like, what are my orders so that I can continue making this happen and allowing it more and more? And I guess it's just doing, like, just having faith in it and just continuing. I mean, this podcast, I, I continue to be so grateful for it and, and for the opportunity to speak and to express myself and that you're listening. It's so, oh my God. It's amazing. And so, you know, I'm, I'm just feeling like, okay, it's time, it's time for me to delve into the practices that I've been so intrigued about for a while, you know, and to really let myself experience it. Even if I end up going a different way later, even if I end up deciding, oh yeah, I am going to go out to LA a bunch and market myself to people and make connections. So be it. But if I do that, it will be coming from the sacred, sincere space that is just the faith and love in my heart. And, you know, from where I'm sitting right now, most likely that's not going to be the way it happens. Um, it's going to be through other means. It's going to look maybe a little more like service to other people. It's going to look a little more like, fuck, I really love doing my freelance work. And do I, would I want to give that up? Would I want to stop? you know, being of service to people in a, in my freelance part of my career? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I don't, I don't have a, a an answer. Like, I just want to let, I just want to give up everything and go live out some dreams on like, I, I, it's hard to like, commit to that because I already feel like I'm living out my dream. I mean, sure, there are things I want. I, of course, I want financial independence. I want, you know, the, uh, you know, to be able to afford different things. I want um, a particular way of relating to my relationships in an even more healthy way for myself. I want, certainly, there are things I want. There are aspirations I have. I want to, of course, I want to be able to make a really comfortable living and never have to worry about money again um, and be able to support my family and my friends and, and whoever, like in whatever the ways they need. And, you know, just, just be able to be a loving presence in every sense of the, the way that you could be in one's human life, um, regardless of what that means. And like, certainly, so there's aspiration there, you know, as I was saying earlier, aspiration is is important. And I have aspiration. I have desire. But the question is like, I don't, I'm a bit more like, okay, the way to my aspiration is first to accept where I'm at, like truly accept where I'm at and appreciate the gratitude that I can have for where I'm at, that I'm already living out my dream and I'm just watching it unfold one step after another, one thing after another. And yeah, and and that, it's just turning the whole shit on its head, you know? It's just turning all this shit on its head. And 
that feels good. <laughs> it feels good. It feels like turning around and seeing the light. Um, and I'm still learning to do that, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and so where I'm at now is like, yeah, it's time. It's like I said, it's time to delve more deeply. What the fuck are my orders? Here's the ego saying, yo, dude, all right, what am I going to do? What do I want? What are my goals? What are, what really are my goals? What do I want? And I, I just feel like, I don't know. I've been transitioning into a new phase that, you know, I don't know. It's like, it's like basketball or skateboarding. Like I still play basketball. I, I took a break for a while or whatever, but I still play. I play with my brother, Sam all the time. Like, and it's great. And I haven't lost my skills. Like I'm still pretty solid. You know, I'm pretty quick. I know what I'm doing. Um, you know, I don't, I don't do kickflips anymore. I don't do 50 180 outs anymore. I don't do tricks downstairs sets, but I still ride my skateboard around. And it's amazing. And it sticks with me. It's a part of who I am. It's a part of how I live in the present, just like basketball. And I I'm feeling like music is a more profound version of that stuff. That music will follow me where I go because I love it so much and I will continue to make music, perform music, create music, create graphics, create videos. Now I'm creating podcasts. Like I'm going to do more. I just feel like the more authentic, sincere expression of my humanity, of my soul as well, is more, is bigger, is more expansive than what I had in mind when I was thinking I want a music career and I want to be famous or I want money or I want crowds of people screaming my name or whatever like not to say that won't happen but like that feels a little more to me like when I was like I want to be an NBA basketball player or I want to be a professional skateboarder and maybe what it is is I am learning that I am a basketball player a skateboarder a musician a graphic designer a content creator a podcaster like maybe I'm expanding because I am existing much more multidimensionally than I ever gave myself credit for. And it's time to settle into that and put on the crown, so to speak, you know? We've all got crowns, but just I just mean like the crown of my own existence, the crown of my my life. What I what, you know, take my rightful seat as the sincere, creative, artistic person that I am, you know? And I hope you do that too. I, if, if, if you take anything away from this other than, you know, just listen to me process my shit, um, which always feels good, and, and it sounds like you guys appreciate it because I hope that you can kind of take it as, like, this is something that I do a lot um, with podcasts, is um, when I hear someone say, I... I I kind of like insert myself there and feel like what would this feel like if this is me talking to myself hence why I do podcasts but like so as I'm talking about all of this you know what does it feel like to apply this to your life the way I'm talking what does that feel like and maybe you haven't skateboarded or haven't played basketball or you don't even make music or whatever but like what does it feel like to apply this 
perspective to your life? What does that feel like? What do you think about? What's running through your mind? And yeah, when I say you, how does that feel, you know? In what sense can you tell that I'm talking to you? And in what sense can you tell that when I'm talking about myself, that I'm talking about you? So here we are. Looking for goals. Looking to construct some goals. Looking to do some self-reflection. Looking to deepening our practice. Looking to be okay with the uncertainty as it is right now, but with the promise that there will there is trajectory already and that taking a next step is inevitable and that we're going to keep moving forward. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> um, this felt like a really great podcast. I really enjoyed this one. This this one might just be my favorite one so far. Number 10. It's definitely like my top three for sure. Damn. I'm so great. Ah, oh, God damn it. I'm so grateful for this podcast. Ah, oh, oh, I enjoy doing these on Sunday nights. This is really nice. So, you know, you're hearing this less than 24 hours after it comes out. So the, you're hearing this basically as I'm feeling it. Um, that's awesome. All right. Well, listen, hang in there. Do whatever it is you do that makes you feel like you have access to the love that's within you at all times. Keep doing whatever it is that gives you a sense of peace, whatever the fuck that is, as long as it's not hurting anybody else. But if it's hurting somebody else, it's not really giving you real peace. So, you know, that works. Um, yeah, if you, if you make music, make music. If you make graphics, make graphics. If you... Like talking through things with your friends, talk through things with your friends. If you like sitting on a cushion and focusing on your breath 30 minutes a day, fucking do that. If you like writing down your dreams, write down your dreams. If you need a nap, take a fucking nap. Go for a walk, maybe. Cook yourself a meal. All good things to do. Okay. Well, that's it for this week. I love you. I'll see you next week. And here's to remembering who we are. Peace. <laughs>